0: Hello and welcome to the DigiCoach podcast. I'm Leanne, your coach, and have a wealth of knowledge including nutrition, back pain, pre and postnatal exercise, injury rehabilitation, and Pilates. I have nearly 10 years experience and my aim is to motivate and educate you, the listener, in the above, along with successful lifestyle change. I hope you enjoy today's episode and thank you for listening. Hello listener, I hope you're well. Apologies for not uploading a podcast in quite some time. I think it's been about two months, um, which is longer than I would have wanted. Uh, I've just been finishing my degree in sport, fitness and coaching and I just had head down, just concentrating on that um, before I go full time in Digicoach. So if you're a client of Digicoach... Um, expect to see a lot more content being uploaded videos classes and things as I move over to full time Um, so yeah happy times uh, ahead now I can concentrate on one thing that's all my studying done in regards to qualifications um, obviously I'll be continuing professional development Um, at the moment I'm looking reading a book on the microbiome I'm learning about chronic pain and trauma becoming a trauma informed personal trainer On a side note before I go into this episode, one of my clients, the reason why I'm going trauma informed, one of my clients after being in the industry for over eight years had said, I think it's who does specialize in trauma as a therapist did say to me, I think it's shocking how personal trainers aren't trauma informed when you are putting trauma, positive trauma, but trauma nonetheless on the body through exercise. And I was like, Wow, that is an excellent point. It makes no sense, does it? Um because like if you think about it as a personal trainer, you are teaching a client, most people, if not everybody, have been through some sort of trauma. Um one way or another, if it's a school bullying, um it could be a medical condition or something that you saw. Um, you could have flashbacks during a session go into a full-blown panic attack or as the heart rate is rising you're not liking how that feels because it takes you back to how you felt during a a period of trauma in your life and yeah it's shocking really how um, it's not really spoken about so yeah so that's why that's just a side note there so today we're going to be talking about smart nutritional choices so I preach this all the time to my clients now when you look at it like this to put it in super simple terms you can lose body fat um, through just eating chocolate all day every day as long as you're in a calorie deficit and you're moving enough okay it's as simple as that okay what makes it hard is the choice of food chocolate so if you if you were doing this you're not getting any fiber it's not filling you up for very long there's lack of protein um, you've got a you're not eating much volume either so you're gonna you're gonna tend to overeat um and you're just gonna feel miserable and insulin like your hormones are going to be spiking and dropping and cravings and it's just not going to be sustainable and again you're not giving your body everything that it needs to feel fantastic and to perform at your best not just in your sessions and your exercise sessions but also um during your work with your family recovering from a slight niggle or an injury um, and these things can become chronic and, and so on so smart nutrition old choices will have you feeling fantastic performing at your best you're going to um, respond pretty fast to developing situations and problem solving and help manage stress and your hormones and we'll go into some myth busting as well which I hear quite a lot. So if you've got any questions ever in regards to nutrition or anything that um, I'm qualified in, which is a massive umbrella, um, just fire over questions because I love them and it gives me something to talk about and it's quite hard putting myself in the shoes of someone who's brand new into it all because there's a lot to learn. So I do personally find it hard to go right back to when I was brand new. I was falling for the fad diets and Um, I was a big uh, crash dieter in college like oh I ate too much or I had a takeaway so I'm not going to eat all day (laughs) and um, so yeah it can be hard taking myself back there because it's been so long so it does help when questions do come in and I'm like oh yeah I used to deal with that as well and I can talk about it okay so let's get into it so first of all you need to make sure that however you're eating whatever you like enjoy in your food whatever food choices you do enjoy you don't cut them out as soon as you tell yourself no not having a mcdonald's ever again not having this particular chocolate bar ever again that is when the problems it's reverse psychology that's when the problems occur and you want it more than ever um it's kind of like sometimes you've got a parent yourself and we'll, well yeah we'll get into that into another episode but When we're talking about you performing at your best, there are a few things that you need to make sure are staples in your diet. And when I say diet, I don't mean short term, I mean your nutrition. And I hate the fact that diet has got all these negative connotations because it is your diet, you know, Um, but we'll call it nutrition, your daily nutrition. So fiber, first of all, so (laughs) bear in mind, I'm talking to like most of the general population who don't have problems digesting fiber so uh, for example if you have a stormer bag um, if you have trouble gastrointestinally you know like less stomach acid to digest fiber and well fiber can't be digested but uh, move it through the system um, up in the fiber is just going to make things worse so I'm talking to the rest of the population who are generally healthy just overweight um So fibre is uh, for you the unsung hero and not really talked about and it really grinds my gears. So fibre is a carbohydrate, it contains zero calories and you tend to find it in complex carbs. So you've got two types of carbohydrates, you've got simple as we like to call them, simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. The difference between the two molecular are um, smaller molecular structures so for example simple carbs just have two sugar molecules and complex carbs have three or more sugar molecules and because they have more it takes a little bit long to digest and um, therefore insulin isn't as affected because you're not getting that full-blown sugar hitting the liver uh, stimulating insulin to be released without going into too much depth that's what we want we want to protect the liver at all costs. (laughs) um so fiber like i said it's in carbohydrates complex carbs so complex carbohydrates are your whole meal not whole grain that's bullshit whole meal breads oats um it's the skin on an apple on the potato carrots so make sure you're not taking this off all the time i mean if you want mash and you don't want dirty mash um, you can smooth it out and stuff but always eat your fruit don't blend it because you're just blitzing the fibre up um, so you want to keep it intact as much as possible so there's two oh, so before we move on there there's simple carbohydrates as well So like I said the um, fast acting carbs it's also called so with those I like your pastries your confectioner your chocolate and these affect your blood sugars in a massive way um, and spike insulin and what goes up must go down. So however fast your blood sugar levels went up, say if you have a chocolate bar in the morning, zoom right to the top, you've got all this energy and then what goes up must come down. And then that's when you start to, I used to <laughs> I used to do this, uh, I used to feel sick around nine, 10 o'clock in the morning, um, inundated with nausea. And then I would be wanting fast acting or simple carbs again and it's like a vicious cycle of craving chocolate, so if you are craving sugary foods, look at your blood sugars, you want your blood sugars to rise slowly through complex carbs, so having some fruit in the morning with a bowl of porridge, eggs like protein, so protein acts as fibre, we'll go on to that in a minute, because it also takes a long time to digest, the reason why we love fibre is because it takes a long time to digest, like work through the system I mean, it's, you can there's two types of fibre there's in, uh, insoluble and soluble so insoluble is the the peel on fruit and veg and the soluble is what goes mushy it's the inside um, so you need them both as well because you get these fibre one bars and they're like high fibre yeah it's high fibre of soluble there's no insoluble fiber there, so I mean, if you' were having a fiber one bar with a, an apple, yeah, great, um like this is how like, it can become quite complicated, and there's not much education out there, but this is how I want all my clients to start thinking about the food, like hmm, for example, i'm going to have a yogurt this morning for my breakfast because I'm going to be getting my protein but oh look at the yogurt there's like I've seen this 15 16 grams of sugar in this little pot shocking by the way so that's going to flood my liver of sugar so what could I do to stop that i.e bringing up sugar um, blood sugars and then leads to a drop craving more so what could I do to get around that and protect the liver I'll have it with an apple first so it's like wee tricks like that so being smart. Um, so what fibre does. So the insoluble fibre can't be digested. It just goes straight through. And they describe it as an internal sweeping brush. It just, it, theory has it, it scrapes off all the precancerous cells in the colon and you excrete it out. Soluble fibre coats the duodenum along with the insoluble fibre and stops and creates sorry, an impenetrable barrier between sugar getting through to the liver um causing like a tsunami hit um so that, like one of the problems is fructose so that's the fruit sugar there's lactose uh, lactose as well which is the milk sugar glucose which is sugar like it's purest um there's sucrose table sugar now the most toxic sugar it's high fructose corn syrup and fructose and a lot of people are coming out now and saying that a lot of people have fructose intolerance the liver because everything contains sugar i mean have a look at bread bread has a lot of sugar in it as well especially like uh what you call it white bread and it's obviously got no fiber in it um so therefore the liver's constantly getting inundated with sugar It doesn't know what to do with it so your cells are full your muscles are full especially if you're not training and using that glucose um so it doesn't know what to do with it so it starts storing it as liver fat kidney fat fat around your heart and this is this kind of fat is called visceral fat so this is the most dangerous type of fat so you can have a thin looking person with a high amount of visceral fat um to fight you you can use calipers to find about um, how much subcutaneous fat you have so subcutaneous is the fat that you see you can have someone with a lot of subcutaneous fat um, so who is classed as obese but on the inside they are healthy and this is due to positive like smart nutritional choices however they probably like don't move as much or eating more than what they need um, so just bear that in mind and, and visceral fat is the fundamental uh, sorry is the the prerequisite to metabolic syndrome so that's your dementia your alzheimer's your diabetes type 2 mellitus your um non-alcoholic fatty liver disease um heart attacks, strokes thrombosis um this you know there's so many associated um Hence, it being called metabolic syndrome, that's the umbrella term. So, yeah, that's fiber. So, fiber is one of the most important. So, if you get yourself at least 20 to 25 grams a day, you're on to a winner. Men, 30, 35 grams, but you can't go if you're looking at your fiber at the moment and you're hitting 5 to 10 grams, which is quite. Popular for our western diet you can't go from 5 to 10 grams to 20 to 25 because you'll either get constipation or diarrhea or both and yes you can have both Um, because it just soaks up all the water and it ends up plugging you up so bear that in mind Um, try upping it 5 grams every couple of weeks and see how you get on and just monitor it so if you get yourself off to a good start with your fiber in the morning with a bowl of porridge some fruit that's say five six grams Um, you're less likely to overeat and you have more positive food choices during the day next up we've got protein so again you want to make sure every single day women you get at least 100 grams of protein men about 130 grams obviously i don't know you listener um, your height, weight, your activity etc your goals but that's a general rule of thumb that I like to go by because chances are especially if you're new and you're not you're like just getting into training you're not getting enough protein and you can over so yeah protein takes a long time to digest if you're eating it like a form of chicken it's going to take about three or four hours to turn into amino acids which is the building blocks of everything really if you think about your body under constant reconstruction if you don't have amino acids like all essential amino acids all uh, nine because there's 21 amino acids altogether, 11 are made in the body providing you get enough nutrition like proper nutrition your vitamins Um, and the other nine are essential because we don't make them so we need to get them from our food choices um I work with a few vegans at the moment and they think they're getting a lot of protein the shape's not really changing so we've had to have a look within the nutrition and they'll be getting the protein from lentils which isn't a complete protein meaning it's got all essential amino acids and you're missing out on an amino acid called leucine there which is needed you can't build muscle without leucine Um, so yeah get your protein to change your body shape really next up so yeah if you start your day off with protein so the protein sources come from yogurt uh any meat really those are all your complex if you're struggling to get the 100 at first there is no 100 grams sorry um there's no harm in grabbing a protein bar or a protein shake it's going to help you along i still do this every now and then if i'm like some of us say busy mum traveling a lot spend a lot of time in my car so um like I'll just grab a protein bar if I know I'm going to struggle that day so again being proactive looking at how your day is looking and how you can stay on track um so next up we've got volume so you want to make sure that you're going for volume so you could eat thousands and thousands and thousands of calories and then an hour or so later you're hungry again. The stomach doesn't care about calories. It'll digest it. it like you want to take advantage of the fact that fiber and protein take a long time to digest. They're heavy as well. They take up a lot of room. The fiber is usually from th- fruit and veg, so you get a lot of volume. If you stretch in your stomach, um it sends signals to the brain that you're going to be getting full. So you've got ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone that is like resides in the stomach so when your stomach's empty or getting empty ghrelin spikes and tells your brain hey i'm hungry um and then it'll bring on the feeling of hunger leptin is kept in the fat cells and that sends signals to the brain that you're feeling full there is something called leptin resistance which is becoming more prevalent but that we can go into that into another episode but these two hormones, if they're working correctly, um, as long as you're looking, as long as you're getting enough volume in your stomach, so fruit and veg, basically. Having whatever whatever veg and fruit that you enjoy, take advantage of that. Uh, beans are really high in protein and are bulky and fiber as well. So if you're having a chili, add beans in it. I like to add chickpeas to my curries you know and it's bulky it's heavy so to think about like things like that when you're looking to because uh, you're not going to overeat you're going to be so full for hours and hours and hours like for example today I've bought a vegetarian haggis because if you're listening to this and you don't know I live in Scotland um and then like I know it's like so um you've got loads of pulses in there I'm sure there's nuts in there or seeds be seeds and that's it just fills me up for ages and I need something like that today in my diet Next up, I got asked the question: high fat or high carb? So it totally depends on you. Uh, there's research coming out that if, if you suffer with PCOS or so polycystic ovary syndrome, certain types of epilepsy, certain types of cancers, um, what else? Gastro, in, gastrointestinal issues such as acid reflux, you will benefit. Checking with your doctor in some of the cases, like the cancer cases um you will benefit from a higher fat diet there are more studies coming out but there's not the longevity behind these studies yet hence why i can't say this is like better than sliced bread or whatever <laughs> best thing since sliced bread even um i can't say that yet because there's not enough longevity behind it whereas high carb um there, there does it, there is an abundance um it's the preferred fuel source carbohydrates that's where your glucose um that's where sorry that's where your glucose is um derived from carbohydrates um so yeah it's totally your preference i personally love carbohydrates what is life without carbs am i right um but if you're not really got a sweet tooth and you're not that much into your fast foods then by all means go for high fat High f- uh, fat is f- more filling than carbohydrates when you compare them to however fat is calorie dense it holds 9 calories per gram whereas carbs hold 4 and so does protein FYI Um. now another thing that I wanted to get into was fasting so I I everyone's different i personally like to fast up until about nine and stop eating around four or five um i like to personally though that's just like my natural habit of eating you usually find if you look at your own nutrition when you get hungry it's usually like an eight to twelve ratio so eight hours eat window for eating 12 hours fasting you can play around with this it's not for everybody um because some, sometimes it does feel like you've opened up the floodgates and you can't stop eating, you know, if you're having such a busy day. and But play around with that. It, it is a good way to reduce, like, be more restrictive with calories. And, you know, you can get into a good routine. And, you know, you're not eating be- be- beyond a certain point. You don't have to think about food because, you know, you're not eating again. So it, it takes some of the decision away Which can be quite annoying if you're constantly thinking what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to eat. Which brings me to routine. Um, I realise this podcast is longer than I anticipated, but let's keep going. (laughs) So habit and routine is the thing that you can rely on. Motivation comes and goes. If you are motivated right now to get into, make sure you're using it to get into a habit of eating. So decision fatigue. So you make 35,000 decisions in a day. So you want to reduce them as much as possible, especially if you're a parent. You're going to be more more, uh, pre- bleh, more productive early in the morning or early in the afternoon even. It gets past a certain point, three, four, five o'clock. You're like, can't be bothered thinking anymore. I've been doing it all day. And these are the times where a lot of parents tend to struggle with the food choices later in the day, especially if I've not got anything. The amount of times I've had something in the slow cooker and it's come to around three or four and I've thought I thought about ordering something or changing something, and then i thought, no, I don't want my food to go to waste. The amount of times that's kept me on track, there's a lot to be said about it. So making a routine of getting up in the morning when you are more, more motivated, sorting out the re- your meals for the rest of the day, making these decisions sorry keeping yourself on track knowing what will keep you on track so it's a bit of self-awareness as well you've got to learn and if you're someone like me who doesn't like food wastage um having something in the slow cooker or something prepped and ready um in the fridge and you know if you don't eat it today it won't be as good tomorrow or you know um may keep you on track you want to get into a routine of eating the same kind of meals, nothing too fantastic, you know, you've got to enjoy them otherwise you're not going to stick to it. So I love salmon with veg, I know it sounds simple, but I, and I love my steak and like with veg again. Um I also enjoy tacos, fajitas, curries. So these are the kind of foods that I eat Monday to Friday and then Saturday or Sunday I'll maybe order a pizza or... But I'll make sure that, for example, if I'm ordering a korma, which is my chicken korma, which is my favourite Indian food, I won't be eating all of the sauce that comes with it. I'll have a little bit. and Instead of pilau fried rice, I'll have boiled rice. Instead of a naan and papadoms, I'll just have papadoms. So I'm still enjoying the food that... You know, it still feels a, um, a bit of a treat, you know. But I'm not going overboard i'm not missing out i don't feel like i'm missing out um and you it's delayed gratification end of the day which there isn't enough of in the world which again we can go into another podcast um lastly i want to finish on myth busting okay so these are a few of the things that have been brought to my attention over the last couple of weeks so a few questions in regards to hormones. My hormones are making me uh, gain weight. And I've heard this with the contraceptive pill as well. I'm on the pill, it's made me gain weight. You need to remember something. It, there's no magic behind it. You won't take a pill and you automatically gain weight. Like we're talking about fat here. You might have extra water, but that's just... That's going to go down like and sort itself out. Anyway... But if you talk like you'll be talking about fat and gaining fat just by taking a pill, you are in control at the end of the day. It It might make you feel more hungrier, but you can counteract this by having a positive start with your breakfast in the morning, having fiber and protein and going for volume during the day and getting into a routine, you know, so you're not eating past a certain time or before a certain time, like a fast. So, remember, there's no magic behind it. Um, your hormones, like, especially for women um, in menopause and, like, on your, when you're on your period, you are burning more when you're on your period and when you are bleeding. So, you, during the four days that you're bleeding, like, generic four days, you can eat an extra 200 calories or you can leave that 200 calories and have it towards fat loss. Um, Some women like to eat an extra bit of chocolate, you know, it's just totally up to you. But at the end of the day, you're in control of what goes into your mouth. (laughs) Um, Another, oh, and by the way, as well, the more fat you lose, the hormones will regulate themselves a lot better. So I'm talking about insulin. So when you hold more weight around your midsection insulin's got to work six times harder so it increases your risk de- dramatically uh, for diabetes type two um but yeah if you lose weight you're reducing all of that uh sorry around the midsection yeah next carbohydrates and cutting out food groups so carbs like people love to demonize the carbs say that they're having a cheat day um <laughs> there's a lot of negative connotations around carbohydrates but at the end of the day the suppliers with energy that's where you get in the bulk of your vitamins your fiber from your minerals that's what's going to make you feel great you perform at your best to digest your food properly you need carbohydrates if you want to reduce them and have under 50 grams a day that's fine but you've got to make sure that those carbohydrates that you choose come from fruit and veg so you're more on the ball Um, otherwise you're just going to feel fatigued um not being able to concentrate and things like that if any diet or anyone tells you to eliminate completely a food group run away as fast as you can because that is all a myth and it's unsustainable you want to make sure that whatever you're doing um you can pretty much keep it up for the rest of your life otherwise it's just not going to work spot reduce is another myth so spot reducing fat so the amount of times that i've had women and men but it's mostly women that will say i want to get rid of fat on my stomach my bum my thighs um my boobs this like you didn't choose where you put on this weight and just as the same you can't choose where to take it off You can give the appearance that you are losing it in certain areas if you are building muscle. But again, building muscle is hard. It takes time, especially if you've been exercising for a while. If you're a new exerciser, you can build muscle as fast as possible, which would be, say, half to one pound a month. Probably more like half a pound a month um, up until the year, and then it changes, roughly. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, like women... Due to estrogen, tend to gain fat around the bum, the thighs, the boobs, whereas men tend to gain it around the stomach due to testosterone. It will all come off. You've just got to be patient, and there's going to be weeks where you don't see any difference. But again, it's the relationship you're building with yourself. It's determination. It's discipline. And there was a quote that I heard today or yes yesterday. Sorry. Oh, let me try and not fuck this up now it's something like a woman or a man or a non-binary person who is walking to a destination but loves to walk will outwalk the person who loves the destination does that make sense you must enjoy the process so if it's getting your personal best in the gym if it's going for your nice walks in the countryside hiking walking with the dog the family playing football with your kids whatever it is you've got to find joy in it in some way now I got into walking a couple of years ago when I was listening to audiobooks and podcasts upskilling as a coach and I used to really enjoy walking around a lot um listening to these things um and yeah I was learning and it was like it it was so nice just walking around in the sun sometimes rain (laughs) And listening and learning. So whatever it is for you, make sure that you enjoy the process in some ways. Don't get me wrong, you're not gonna enjoy it all the time and sometimes it is gonna be an effort. I have had to drag myself kicking and screaming to the gym this week and out for walks. I felt so fatigued, but I know next week is likely gonna be completely different. So I mean you're gonna have weeks like this and sometimes you're gonna be thinking, What's wrong with me? I've had loads of sleep, I'm eating, um like nowhere near my period like why am i really struggling this week and it's just a case of low mood or you know there's not always going to be a reason it's just part of life and you need to be okay with not um do- doing and being your best each week because that no progress is linear you just need to remember that um another thing citrus fruits someone uh, asked me about citrus fruit so i'd mentioned apple cider vinegar I've just recently learned there's not loads of evidence but there's a little bit of evidence um, and it makes you apparently if you have a little bit in the morning I was recommending it to a client uh, who suffers with laryngopharyngeal reflux which is a uh, they get a soft it's not acid reflux but it's similar so I was recommending it to them to close the esophagus sphincter um, and we're playing around with that and so I was looking into it and it apparently according to studies can make you more sensitive to insulin if you're more sensitive to insulin because through exercise you become more sensitive to insulin as well um you're less likely to overeat as your cells are getting the nutrition that your feet you know um and your blood sugars are leveling out more so there is some great apple cider vinegar that's really popular at the moment got this one from waitrose it's fermented and live microbiome microbiome. so it's introducing new as well um but they'd asked about citrus fruits is that the same no it's the case that this apple cider vinegar is fermented as well um there's like it's very wishy-washy the studies around like lemon and it's just a lemon at the end of the day in a, a <laughs> in a glass coating james smith he's just recently done that um that's that's really faddy there's no research beyond that around that sorry lastly meal replacement shakes is another fad that you want to stay away with away from i've had clients in the past who love a shake they'd rather drink the calories and <laughs> it's taken some effort from myself to convince them otherwise I mean once a day enjoy a shake then, you know after a session get some ice in it get some protein in it get some seeds in it um however you know to bring calories down however remember with these shakes you're not getting the fiber you're not getting um the vitamins like the bioavailability for the vitamins so the uptake that the body can Gain from it is a lot lower than eating it. You aren't using amylase, which is the enzyme in the mouth and the saliva, which breaks down carbohydrates. That's not stimulated as much because you're reducing the mechanism of chewing your food. Um, And chewing your food leads to satiety and fullness because you're sending signals to your brain that, okay, I'm eating now. And that's why they say those who maintain weight loss chew longer and take longer to finish meals because all the hormones have are able to surge um, before the finish but hopefully this helped if you want me to go into anything else just let me know like I said I love talking about this stuff and I feel like I'm back now and I'm able to put a lot more time into education and implementation and, and things like that and classes and things hope you enjoyed this and have a wonderful day or if you could share the podcast if you listen to it if you enjoyed it that would be fantastic tag me review it and thank you very much goodbye